Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Would people prefer a video version of your podcast? Do your listeners want to become watchers? Is video the growth hack you've been looking for to grow your podcast? In a word, no. And here's why. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. This is a perennial topic that, like the globe chamomile that is taking over everywhere in Phoenix right now, back once again. And that perennial topic is video and the existential crisis podcasters face. Should I make a pivot to video? As I said at the beginning, no. And here's why. It kind of looks that way, though. I mean, I get it. If you look at the information that is flooding us right now under this pandemic, under the lockdown which we all face, it sure looks like the signs are pointing towards a pivot to video. Maybe even a perfect storm, if you will, of things happening in the world that say, you know, maybe... Maybe video is better. And here's what I mean by that. Perfect storm. I mean, we've got data that shows uncertainty when it comes to podcast download numbers and podcast listening. Depending on who you read and what data you look at, podcasting is either up a little bit, down a little bit, or flat. We've noticed big shifts in how people listen, when downloads happen. There's a lot of uncertainty that comes with the fact that we're not commuting anymore. We're not going to the gym. We're not in the places where we used to listen to a lot. So, hmm. Couple that with the fact that it's impossible to not see a Zoom call. Zoom, the online video conferencing software or tools like Zoom. You can't miss it. It's in the news because they got privacy problems. It's got it's in the news because they've had a 200% increase in usage. It's just crazy. I mean, Zoom is everywhere. We're seeing it. Saturday Night Live did the whole thing via Zoom. So that's everywhere. And that's all video stuff. Then you got Quibi. Quibi that has been much lauded and finally launched during the pandemic. Remind me never to launch a media property in the middle of a pandemic. But they did. And it's content that is video-based content, short-form video-based content that you can only get on your mobile device. Funded by huge, huge dollars in the entertainment industry and huge stars in the entertainment field. And then there's the reality that, look, people are stuck at home. YouTube is integrated on almost every smart TV or whatever devices you have plugged into your TV. So it's pretty easy to watch YouTube on your TV. In fact, it's a lot easier to watch YouTube on your TV than it is to listen to a podcast on your TV or even your smart speakers. 
So again, it looks like this is the perfect storm. All of these reasons seem to be, and they're not, they seem to be telling us podcasters, it's time to switch to video. It's time to make that switch. Again, don't do it. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the right decision to make. I want you to first remember the 90-10 rule of video. The 90 no, no, not the 80-20 rule, the 90-10 rule. And here's the 90-10 rule of video. 90% of viewers are gone before they've watched 10% of video. So if you've got a 30-minute long podcast that you want to convert to a video, most of your audience will not be watching by the time the three-minute mark rolls around. That's not just speculation on my part. That's backed up by lots and lots of information when I go poke around when people give me access to their video channels, and it's what I find. Now, there are, of course, plenty of videos that break the rule. The 90-10 rule of video is really only for talking head videos, where a podcaster or even a video person just sits behind a microphone and a camera, doesn't move too much, and this camera certainly doesn't move. People stop watching that stuff really quickly, even from big, big, big video stars. I have talked to some friends of mine who have made their careers in YouTube. It is their only job to be YouTube stars, and they do great on YouTube. These same friends of mine have decided also to do a podcast, an audio podcast, but they figure, hey, we got this big investment and all this video equipment. We're recording it from our studio. Let's turn the camera on and record us as we're doing the podcast. And we'll make that available as well on our YouTube channel. You know what they see? 90-10 rule for those episodes, those talking head only episodes. Even established YouTube stars see 90% of their viewers stop watching before 10 minutes of their talking head video is over. You see, successful video channels and successful video producers know they have to provide more than just one person staring at a camera talking. You have to have a three camera switching thing at a minimum. If you're a Twitch star, then your head is down at the bottom and you're watching, people are watching you play the video games. You're doing interviews out on the street, you're switching, you're moving, you're making compelling video content. Our eyes and our brains, which are attached to the eyes, need that constant motion changing. Our brains aren't good at watching talking head videos. Don't get me wrong, I love the talking heads. They, we just don't want a single head shot. It's not worth it. So if you're thinking of making the pivot to video, please understand, you have to do something more than stare at a camera and talk about your show. You have to do something more than get you and your guest on a Zoom call and record that and put it out. People, by and large, don't want to watch that for any length of time. They don't want to waste time watching something they could just listen to. So if you're going to go for video, go for video. 
do something compelling, interesting, and amazing. That's the only way you're going to make video work. So you want to make that pivot? Make it. But it's a hard, hard pivot to make. You'll be doing a lot more work than you're doing today. So my ask for you today is the opposite of that. Why don't we reverse the trend? I mean, I, th- I think we should go out and I think you should go out. I'm asking you to go out and find a struggling YouTuber and get them to make the switch to podcasting. Maybe they're unwilling to make the investment in cameras and switchers and doing all of the post-production work that's harder in a video world, obviously. Go to them and say, you should do a podcast. And the way you should get started on a podcast or the way you should start thinking about making a podcast is go check out podcast pontifications. That would be great. Yeah, tell them about the show. Maybe that will spur them into making, you know, give them some thoughts about the future of podcasting. Maybe you'll push them over to our side. Remember also that I want your story of how the novel coronavirus is impacting your world as a podcaster. Please sit down and record a minute, maybe two minutes worth of audio and just tell me how your world is impacted by this. Put it up on Dropbox and then shoot me an email, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. In fact, I will share some stories from other podcasters on tomorrow's episode of yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.